Hey guys, how the hell are ya? My name is Robin. I'm here with my email intern today, David from Hawaii, although he doesn't want to talk. And frankly, I don't really want him to talk that much anyway, because this is my show. This is me reading stuff. You know, we here, David and I, have been brainstorming ideas for new, a new contest uh, at Me Reading Stuff. The last one was absolutely out of control, fun and hilarious. Uh, and of course, our two winners, David Drury and the mysterious M, have gone on to fame and fortune. So I'd like to revisit the fun of the contest soon. Uh, for those of you who are just tuning in and weren't around in the early days for the contest we did, I was looking up E.E. E. Cummings online, and I did a Google image search, and I kept seeing photos of Channing Tatum pop up, and I thought, that's strange. Why, why is this happening? And as I researched, some people thought E.E. E. Cummings looked like Channing Tatum and something like that. God, I don't even remember. Uh, but And then, oh, I thought that it said that there were secret Channing Tatum erotic poems written, like that he was going to release a book. Channing Tatum, that is. Turned out they were talking about E.E. E. Cummings, but that confusion got me excited, and so I asked my listeners at Me Reading Stuff to write their own erotic poetry as if they were Channing Tatum. So we, I should, God, I should have put a book together. At, honestly, why didn't I? I'm sure a lot of you told me to, and I just was like, yeah, cool, and then went about my business, but I really should have now that I'm thinking about it, because they were, I had such weird, funny entries well, anyway, if you guys have any ideas for what my next contest should be, send them David's way. His email is mereadingstuff at iCloud.com. And until I launch a new contest, just know I'm thinking of you all, wishing you well, loving you, laughing on the inside, maintaining my usual low physical energy level, aggravated mid-range mental energy level. They're mid to high. They were mid earlier today. They're getting high as that coffee's pulsing through my veins. My hands are very calloused right now and covered in graphite. My eyes are bloodshot for some reason. My hands also smell like dryer sheets because I made my own air freshener last night. I did a little craft project. Oh my God, I'm on Pinterest for the first time and I'm embarrassed about it. But I have been loving little dumb projects. It keeps my mind off of um, obsessed. Uh, like, well, it just makes me calmer. Anyway, I'm staring out windows still. That's what I do. And I'm talking to you. And I want to read you poems. So, okay, what box are we going to open today? I'll tell you what. I have something extra special for today's reading. Because it's not from a book at all. And it's also not from a writer anyone's ever really heard of. Um... It's a prime example of my experience with real-life poetry that I'm always talking to you guys about. And for any newcomers out there, um, how do I explain this? One of my goals with this podcast is to demystify poetry and prove that it's not at all this specialized, elitist art form only for the select few. I, aim, I, I just want to aim to show as many people as I can just how everywhere poetry is. And so I often talk about on here, you know, when you catch a beautiful line from a ranting homeless lady, or if, if your DMV clerk accidentally slips into some story about her ex-boyfriend and his recipe for maple scones. 
The thing is, people put words together in remarkable ways, and I want us all to love that as much as I do. <laughs> That's right. That's how I am. I don't like to be alone in my ardor. Uh, who the hell does? Anyway, but I'm really big on that. Like, I am so, I get so uh, excited when I hear people just kind of launch into things. You should see my eyes get big, and I'm kind of trying to take mental notes and remember every detail. Well, anyway. Here's what I'm reading from today. That was a big lead up. Jesus, sorry. In 1999, a brilliant documentary came out called American Movie. Um, this is a documentary by Chris Smith about an aspiring filmmaker in Milwaukee that named Mark Borchardt. That's a simple way to describe it, uh, but I can't recommend it more forcefully. It, it has remained in my top three favorite films of all time since it came out, and there's, there's nothing about it that I don't love. I find no fault with it. And before I launch into it, I want to let you know that in the description of this podcast, you will find links to where you can purchase this film. And I'll also link this one uh, section uh, of the film because it's on YouTube in a couple of different places if you're interested. And... Um, to back up a little bit, Mark Borchardt is in the throughout the course of the documentary trying to secure funds to make the horror movie he's been trying to make for years and years and years. And one of the people he is sort of begging for, begging to get money from, sorry, is his uncle who's in his 80s. He's, his name's Uncle Bill, Bill Borchardt. And that's who wrote this uh, little piece. I wouldn't say, yeah, I mean, he wrote it. He said it. He just kind of, they're, they're talking back and forth at the very end of this film. And they're talking about dreams and about what happens if you, if you attain your dreams. And Uncle Bill, being in his like early to mid 80s, was just kind of exhausted with thinking about goals and dreams. And suddenly, you can see him catch this moment of inspiration, I guess. And then he launches into this soliloquy. And he's not reading anything. He's just saying this. And it, I don't have words for how glorious this moment is, but here are the words that he said. Oh, come again, come again, stay, stay a while. Stick around a while. Stick around as long as you can. Heaven help you. God help you. Jesus help you. Everybody else help you. Everybody, everybody make happy. Make everybody happy. Be a comedian. And that's it. And at that moment, he hangs his head down and kind of shakes it. And that's the end of the film. And then, uh, sorry to give the spoiler alert, sorry. And then uh, there's text that flashes up saying that Uncle Bill died two weeks after that moment. So um, I really, really, really can't tell you how, <laughs> how important that's been to me, that scene. Something about it strikes me as one of the most beautiful things I've ever witnessed. I used to end all of my lectures with it. Some of you, I know who listen, were there for those days. I think I did that for about four years straight. 
Uh, probably, I don't know for what reason exactly, but I did. All right, you guys, listen up. I'm going to beg one of you, and you know who you are. And I need you to get on iTunes, hop on, write me a review, please. Even if you hate me, I want to hear it. Please, I haven't had a review in over a month. I would love it if you could do that. I want to thank all of you guys for reaching out. I want to thank all of you guys for supporting and um, understanding my monastic May. For those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, taking May off. A lot of things have been occurring to me, and I just needed a break from almost everything. So this is one of the few things that make the cut in May. (laughs) It's like you guys, a pencil, my cat, coffee, salads, end it. I love you guys. Have a wonderful weekend. I'll talk to you again on Monday. Thank you so much for listening.